Hello and welcome to the Equestrian Mums Club podcast. We're your hosts, Sophie Conway and Katie Allen Clark, both avid equestrians and recent first-time mums. Join us and a herd of other guests as we discuss the wild ride of parenthood and horse care together. Now it's time to take up the reins and walk on into our next episode. Um, so today for our listeners, we've got a bit of a bonus episode for you. Bit of a bonus. Um, whether you see it as a bonus or not, up to you. <laughs> but Soph and I, uh, it's start of January and we're getting together to, uh, to record some podcasts. And we thought it would be a good idea to just give you a real insight into how we are. Um, because, you know, when you're looking at people from social media or seeing what we're doing on the gram or whatever it perhaps is maybe a little bit difficult to see some of the other moments that are going on behind the scenes um unless we're really honest about sharing them so we thought we'd probably give you a little bit more insight as to what's been happening with the both of us in the background whilst trying to launch emc find new guests for the podcast um and yeah get on with everyday life so soph the question I'd ask you is, how are you? Um, 2024 has not kicked off to the best start, <laughs> to be honest. Um, Oscar has come in from the paddock. Well, because the fields were so wet, we didn't put them out one day. We put them into this little turnout paddock that we've got. And he's either been kicked, oh, well, I mean, he's almost definitely been kicked in his pelvis and fractured it. So he is now on box rest for the foreseeable um, he's being scanned on Monday, but the vet's 99% sure that it's fractured because of the way he's walking and holding his leg up. And I just feel really sorry for him, and it's upset me. So, I mean, that's... Okay, first of all, that's just really shit news, isn't it? Like, just really not what you want for your horse, and at any time of the year, let alone January, when everybody's starting to look forward to things that they're going to do this season horse well I was just about I was I was gonna just bring him back into work actually which is really annoying um but actually in terms of timing I'd rather he was on box rest now than all through the summer you know so I'm hoping that he can heal while it's freezing and horrible and then we'll be ready to go back out when they go into their big summer field and they can stay out overnight so fingers crossed but but yeah, it's not the best. It's 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 just not great. And he's been off for ages <laughs> while I've been um, busy doing other stuff. I gave him some time off as it is. So he looks like a little shell of himself at the moment. Um, but I keep going out and giving him pampers. And he literally, I, told, I said to you the other day, I think, didn't I? He's got so much bedding in there that he's basically just a little pair of eyes. <laughs> you go out there. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but I keep I keep oh, filling him. his ball up with treats and everything. And actually, Olive, I keep taking Olive out as well to see him, which I don't think he likes, but it's a change of scenery, isn't it? New person to see and hit in his face. <laughs> At least it's entertainment, even if it's irritating entertainment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something. Oh, poor Oscar. I know, poor Oscar. But he doesn't owe anybody anything. And he's... You know, he's won six, he's he won like six races. He's raced so many times. He's taken me around unaffiliated events and he's done so much and I just think I'd just like to get him right so that we can 
see off his days hacking around the countryside, really. If we get to go and jump anything ever, ever again, fine. If we don't, fine. He'll just be a big furry pet. A big, well, yeah. And he, he's your mate, isn't he? So I know you had kind of like dreams that maybe this would be your last season trying to event with him because of his back. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he get, he has a dodgy back anyway. And I was sort of, I was I was waiting to ride him to see how he was to then decide whether to get his sacroiliac injected again for this year. Obviously now that is slightly out of the window. Um, but yeah. we will see. I, I In the meantime, looking forwards and trying to stay positive, kind of debating getting a little lone horse or um, even buying one for quite cheap and having a little project for the summer that we can either keep and can turn into an olive pony or I can sell on. So, yeah, that's something to think about. But then, I mean, who's got the time, Katie, to do this stuff? It's really difficult, isn't it? It is tough, but I just, I don't know. If it were me, it's not me, but if it were me, I'd probably wait until, um, you know, just before it's coming into spring to see whether you need a project or not, because you need to see how Oscar's going to fare over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but then also... But yeah, I, I just feel really sorry for Thank you. Not pity party. No, but I feel I feel sorry for you because <laughs> you know, nobody wants nobody wants their mates to struggle, no. whether they're furry or, or two-legged. That's the thing, isn't it? I think it's... Um, I just don't like seeing him in any sort of pain and having to be locked up because he does not deserve it. And he's sort of taken it on the chin like he does with everything, but it's just not very nice to see him like that. But we've got the scanner coming out on Monday. The vet's coming out again to see how the severity of it. And so I'm hoping that my plan is, if the vet will let me, that when the weather cheers up a bit, I can move him from the stable that he's in at the moment to one around the front um, so that I can basically see him from the house. And he's got a bit more to look at just for a change of scenery in the day um, and then put him back at night. But whether they're going to let me move him around that much, I don't think they will. Alex is convinced that he needs to just basically stay in there and not move at all, which I think is probably the right thing, but we'll see. Um, anyway, I have been looking at little ponies, like 14-hand ponies, like Connie's and stuff. Have you? Yeah, just been having a little nose um, to see, like something. But everything is so expensive nowadays. Well, especially Connie's and Connie Crosses and things like that. They, they are just yeah. flying off the shelves. Well, I was thinking of even like a little Dartmoor or Exmoor pony, you know. It's really funny because you're like, yeah, I'm going to start this pony. I can't tell you the last time I sat on anything that small. I must have literally been about 11. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm really jealous. Like, I want something that I can, I want something that I can take to like the Cotswold Cup. Um, or you know, even if it's good enough to take it BE, 80, 90, and just wing it into jumps and go really quick and be able to take turns really quickly in the show jumping and stuff like that. Just I just think it'd be really fun to have something like that on the yard. Do you, but um but like you said, time. Do you you I think you must have unlimited bottle then because I just the panic of not having a neck like a pair of massive shoulders in front of me would send me into a flat spin. You've got, oh, the Oscar's like that anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. He has no shoulder, really. That, that's true. <laughs> he's got, um, he's, he's a little thoroughbred. I'm used to 
making little thoroughbreds. And actually, I love a great big horse, but I show jumped Punch on Saturday, didn't I? Did I send you the photo? Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, I mean, he is a tank, and I struggled. Like, he is huge. I struggled to get him round and to see his stride and everything because he's just a ginormous, great big, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I felt like a queen. <laughs> Felt like I cried. I felt like a queen. Didn't show that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Olive's fine though. So the the good thing about this, sorry, just staying <laughs> on me for a sec. The good thing about Christmas, and actually the best thing about Christmas, when you've got a baby, is that there no no kids go to school or nursery over the Christmas period, and so we've had like a good two weeks with no illness. Touch wood. Touch wood. I love that. That's your plus point. Everywhere. That's your Christmas gift. No illness. Oh, it 100% is my Christmas gift is that we don't, nobody in this household is currently sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It well. will happen next week. <laughs> You'll be hit. Just back at now. Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, well. I know. And yeah, this is, this is the other thing, actually. This is a choice that I've got to make. Do I get a new car because mine is literally on its last legs? Or do I get a new horse because mine is literally on its last legs? now the horse person in me says new horse obviously but the practical person in me says that you might need to get to the shops now and then so you probably ought to get a new car (laughs) oh bless boring though isn't it oh i don't know i love i love a new car day but it has to be the right new car doesn't it otherwise you can't really get excited about it No, what actually? This is this is something that I thought about the other day. I um I love getting a new horse, and I love um I love it when they arrive because we know and I know that this horse is going to have a lovely life with me, even if it's not going to stay with me forever. It's going to have a lovely year or however long it's going to stay because we've got really good grass. You know, we get them in a nice routine, and we do. I I look after them. I really love looking after horses and making sure that they're happy and whatever else. When I get a car. I feel so sorry for because <laughs> I know because I know that within about three months it's going to be covered in horse shit and hay and kids toys and treats and discarded half sandwiches and it's going to stink and it's never going to get washed and it's going to get rags around the countryside and this poor car is basically just if if there was an RSPCA for cars, I'd be done. Oh, Sophie. I, I'm sorry, my love, but I just cannot relate. Because, you know, I'm so OCD about the car and and the horse. Like, Have you been in, have you been in my car? No, I don't dare get in it. <laughs> You'd get scurvy or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, actually, I don't really fancy it. Thanks for the offer. <laughs> that really is enough about me now. I've had enough talk about me. What are you, um, What? how are you feeling? How was your Christmas? How's your horse? How's your baby? How's your husband? How's your life? Well, Christmas was interesting because it was the first Christmas that we got a little person for. Um, so yeah, I had really planned for a very quiet one. We were going to be at home, just the three of us. And of course, my husband being the entertainer that he is, invited my entire family round on Christmas Eve for a curry and uh, drinks and stuff, which I'm going to be honest, 21 people in my tiny house is just not not okay. 
So that was quite stressful um, and completely against what I wanted out of my life, but we made it through. <laughs> um, Christmas Day itself was interesting because I had um, my brother and his girlfriend here. And shout out to Josh and Rachel because they're the best humans on this planet. So it wasn't really like entertaining at all. They, they're good eggs and are happy to hold a baby, walk a dog, poke a horse, all of the best stuff. So big up to uh, my brother and his girlfriend. Everybody, and I, I feel bad saying this because some people are only children and Olive may well end up an only child and so might Ray, but brothers and sisters are the best, aren't they? Yeah, although there's, you know, there's eight years between me and my brother and, um, you know, he's like the golden child, the one that was really, really, really wanted <laughs> because my mum and dad struggled having another one. And um, we're, we're so close for being so far apart in age. And it's just, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine life without him, really. Aww. New Year, we went to um, Simon's um, dad's house. It's the first first New Year uh, without his mum, because obviously his mum died earlier last year. Um, so that that was quite poignant, I guess, and a lot of time for thinking. Not helped that his mum and dad's uh, wedding anniversary is on New Year's Eve. And... Uh, her birthday was on the 2nd of January. So a very, um, yeah, an interesting time, but very necessary for us to be there. Um, but it's just lots of heightened emotions, I guess. So, yeah, bit on a bit of a weird travel away from that particular <laughs> festive period. And how is Leo? Um, right. So... Can we just... Can you just... Um... Can you just tell everyone who Leo is again? <laughs> Leo is not my child. Well, he kind of is. He's my orange four-legged furry child. Um, who He's rising six this summer. Um, very different from Sophie's wiry little thoroughbred. He's a chunky Irish giraffe cross uh, warm blood, but you can't really see where the warm blood is, honestly. He just looks like a bog pony. Um, but... <laughs> Before Christmas, managed to go a little bit lame behind. And I just really wasn't convinced that he was particularly happy um, and sound. So gave him a few uh, days off, tried to like put him on the walker, uh, do a bit of long reining. He still wasn't quite happy in trot. So had a bit more time off and I thought, oh, maybe it's just growing pains. He's a big horse. So maybe he's just sort of, you know, taking some time to even out kind of thing. Um, he then proceeded to, while he was off work, get kicked by his only field mate <laughs> in the neck, um, which obviously then made him lame in front. So he was lame on three legs, <laughs> not not the suspected one behind. And uh, so that took some time to come down. He was on just on a little bit of butte for that to just help with the the pain. It it came up good and proper though. Like he he'd been absolutely decked um, by his mate Andy. And then and then while he's supposed to be on field rest, <laughs> this is before all the flooding. He decided that he would try and jump a six-bar metal gate out of his field. Now, for anyone that's seen Leo, 
he's not an athlete. He's <laughs> he's he's barely jumping ninety centimeters, guys. Like <laughs> he's not an athlete. We've not got to that point here. No, but he's got he's clearly <laughs> he's clearly got ambition. Well, we keep one. laughing that he's spent a bit too much time with David Dole's horses. Thinks he's now one of them, and <laughs> and. You know he's he's gonna go round pwn this year. He he's really not, guys. Um, coordination's not his strong point. But um, he went half over this metal bar gate, and there's a massive bow in the top of it now. So we're gonna have to roll that over with a tractor or something. Um, <laughs> but he went half over it and then got his back leg caught. Obviously, very handy, and um. Yeah, then lame again. So all in all, not a good time for Leo. He is now back in sort of, uh, what are we now, on the 11th of January. He's now back in sort of really light hacking walk work. Um, And I sat on him on the weekend and he feels okay, to be honest, considering what's happened. I was quite worried that when he went over that gate, he did, did something terrible because he landed on his pole and it's quite a lot of weight to land on your head. Um, but so far, so far, he seems all right and more than happy to get on with a little bit of work. So I think he scared me. I, I think it's something to do with this time of year. Well, we, we can't, especially as mums and horse owners. We can't. There's no light. We can't get out riding. There's no, um, we, don't, we don't have enough hours in the day as it is, let alone when we have to cram in trying to get enough work into them. And, you know, it's been mild. And so there's still grass. They're still feeling well. And they're still going out and clearly kicking the shit out of each other, which is just not helpful, guys. Can you just not do that whole thing? It's just a bit annoying. Just, just really a bit annoying. Yeah, it is. But that's horses for you. What can we do? That's Leo, um, and it's a bit annoying because I sort of said this year that I want to try and go and do different things with him and like really like gain experience together. Doesn't matter what doing, like I've got no ambition to compete in anything, but just to have a bit of fun. And I feel like he's trying to maim himself so that he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> it's quite annoying. <laughs> This is, I remember Carl Hester once said, actually, I saw him, he, I don't know what it was on, but he once said that it's difficult for your everyday rider with one horse or two horses even, because, you know, if he, if one of his horses has an injury, he just chucks him out in the field to heal, but he's got a yard of others. And actually for people like us, we just chuck them out and leave them for, you know, an extended period of time. Yes, they would come back fine. And then you can get them started. But we've then got no horse for that amount of time. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I've been brewing over in my head, and I feel I actually feel really bad about this. So tell me if it's just me, is I've been brewing over, don't tell Simon, buying a schoolmaster or something that's a lot older and doing some fancy dressaging. Because I feel I feel like very unaccomplished in my own riding because we keep going back to square one, if that makes sense. 
And I know he's only young and there's plenty of time, but I just feel like when I when I want to ride, I want to I want to feel good and I want to learn things as well. But if I'm keeping doing the same thing because of injury or him just far arsing around, I just feel a little bit itchy, you know? Yeah, I do, but I think buying one is the wrong decision. Simon, you're welcome. Um I think Talent is literally just down the road. <laughs> Talent is literally just down the road from you, <laughs> and you could go and get lessons from one of their experts on one of their schoolmasters, and then you can take that back to teach Leo what you've learned from them. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's just that sort of like I also kind of want to potter about on my own as well rather than be lessened all the time because I do have quite a lot of lessons with Leo but when well when he's not maiming himself anyway just that's that's the inner workings of my mind right now otherwise child is fine we're we're teething at the moment which is horrible um but we'll get through it. Welcome to the next two years. Welcome to the next two years of your life. Yeah. I mean, I don't think teething, um, I, I can't imagine it ever stopping, actually, to be honest. Well. A time when we won't have teething. In- it's really weird because I, I can just, every day I feel a little bit more of them. And I just feel so sorry for him. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Otherwise, dogs are all right. Sort of getting over it. And kind of actually glad to be indoors when it's been so rainy and floody um husband he's not indoors but that's kind of all right <laughs> he's back, he's back to work Goody. he's back to work so yeah <laughs> but yeah that, bye felicia bye felicia indeed um <laughs> have a great time see you later bye um but no we're <laughs> Otherwise, we're all right. It's just horse stuff, isn't it? Horse stuff always gives you more to think about. I think we're all caught up. I think we are. Right. So there you go, listeners. A free insight into the wonderful world of uh, our brains. Before we go, I just think we ought to just give another shout out to everybody that's been listening so far um, to the EMC podcast. You are absolutely all Huns. And it's been so, so, so good to hear from like so many people to say, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And giving us ideas for things, uh, having a chat with us. We just love you. Thank you so much. Um, we, we really appreciate you. And to friends and family that are listening along anyway, which is terrifying, but thanks, guys. Super, super grateful for all the support so far um, from everybody that's following us on Instagram, Facebook. and actually- Yeah, you, you absolute huns. In which case, guys, we really will see you on the next one. Um, and thanks again for listening. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode from the Equestrian Mums Club. It's been great to have you along for the ride. We've been your hosts, Sophie Conway and Katie Allen-Clark. Make sure you hit the follow button to hear more from us as we dig deeper into the world of ponies and parenthood. Until next time, stay smiling, stay safe and try and stay on. Stay on.